0: Back to the Nordic Opponent Talk to podcast. We are at a secret squirrel location this week. Again, we seem to find all these secret squirrel locations. We are uh, being hosted by our good buddy Curtis from the VSO Gun Channel. Curtis, what's, what's up, buddy?
1: What's up, everybody? Uh, good to be here again. Uh, we didn't do anything at Shot Show this year, did we? We didn't. No.
0: We no. You were, uh, you couldn't find me.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was floating
0: around. I was being elusive.
1: Yeah. Well, they, they bumped (laughs) you on your room room this year, so I couldn't go to the one location where I could find you. But
0: I'm not talking about that. So it it is what it is, and I dealt with it, and, uh, I think we, uh, we did very good. I think we uh, adapted and overcame and prevailed.
1: Yeah. I'd say that you did. It sounds like you, you found some places to do it. Uh, but, uh, uh, before that, uh, you know, it's been a while since, you know, no, we did the show right after the training of the trainer. Yeah. Right. That's so, right. So that's good. So it's, you know, it's been like two months. Yeah. It's good it's to be back on bit. the show.
0: It's been a little bit, but we got, uh, I got an invite to come up and, and hang with you. I appreciate that. Uh, well,
1: you're always welcome there, sir.
0: Some uh, Some awesome testing and evaluating that we've been doing the last few days. And we're going to talk about a little bit of that today on the show. Um, but first we've got to thank the people that make the show possible. <laughs> Nordic components, Nordic comp.com. Uh, they're going to come into play a little bit with uh, some of the test and evaluation that we did this week. So you guys make sure you go check them out. Check out the new NCPCC, their nine millimeter carbine that they have and, uh, soon to be released the three Oh eight, which, uh, I might be getting one of those for my trip next week. Cross my fingers. We'll see. Uh, next week, I'm going on a hunting trip with uh, our good buddy Nick Atkinson from the uh, Beastmaster Channel, also of the Cobalt Kinetics 3-Gun team. You guys have heard Nick on the show before. Um, but, yeah, so i got that coming up.
1: Well, I'm jealous of that. that, that Jelly? Sounds like, yeah, that sounds like a good time.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I've I've, uh, I've been fortunate. I don't have a couple of good weeks in a row here, so. I've been very fortunate. Frontier Tactical, our buddy uh, Nate Love over there at Frontier Tactical. Make sure you check them out. All the new stuff that they've got coming down the pike with their full line of ARs that they're going to start manufacturing with their Warlock system. So now you can buy a complete rifle that is fully adaptable, compatible with their, uh, their Warlock system, be able to change your a r into multiple calibers with just a pop of the the handguard barrel section, so it makes it real quick easy and I don't know I think there's something like close to ninety different calibers that you can shoot from your a r platform nowadays with just changing out your bolt and magazine and the barrel
1: all you have to do is walk into their booth at any trade show and it's like just barrels everywhere everywhere Just four ends of guns everywhere it's <laughs> like. Yeah, uh, hey, you want to shoot four fifty back or you know Yeah. You know. Four
0: fifty eight SOCOM, yeah. you know short shoot uh two two three, you wanna shoot three oh eight, you wanna shoot I don't know, all these all these yeah. crazy in in between rounds, you know, you can do it with these guys. So go to Frontier Tactical, check them out. Uh and of course we mentioned Cobalt Kinetics, uh Nick Axton over there, uh dot and uh, they've got a very cool thing that they released at SHOT Show. They're doing a uh, Chris Kyle tribute. They've got a four-set rifle um, packaged, I don't know what you call it. There's four rifles that you buy together. You can't buy them separate. you got to buy all four together. But there's like a 6.8. It's a 6.8, so what's this? SPC. SPC, there it is. Uh, and then there's a 300 Blackout SBR. There's a, uh, I think there's an 18-inch... Five five six, and then I think they've got one of their uh, BAMFs a part of that too. But they're all custom; each one of them's different, a different custom paint job on it, and some sort of Chris Kyle uh, insignia or something on there, memorabilia. Uh, but very cool series. So you guys go check that out. And uh, the short barrel, their uh, SBR three hundred blackout that they've got out now—it's very awesome. So check them out, CobaltCondens.com. Glock, the official carry of Left Hand, of Talking Lead. <laughs> and, uh, you guys have probably seen a couple of the pictures that I posted. I did finally get my 23 back from Pack Arms. Uh, and they did an awesome job with it. Um, calling it the Knights Templar, the design. So check that out on our Facebook page, Instagram. It's a very cool and, uh, Guys are interested in uh, getting one of those done. Uh, one of those done. Contact Danny over at Pack Arms. And uh, doesn't
1: doesn't have a threaded barrel though.
0: Well, I could get one.
1: Doesn't matter. It's the wrong caliber.
0: <laughs> Forty caliber is the best caliber. It's the wrong. Caliber. It's the only caliber that matters, man. It's the only. Caliber. You need to wake up, smell S- the roses. Forty is where caliber. it's
1: at. Silly caliber. <laughs> it's wrong.
0: <laughs> so Glock. Uh, you at the. They got a weird. It's like USAGlock.com. If you just go to Glock.com and then click on the uh, North America thing, it'll take you to their to their website there, and they've got all kinds of cool sweatshirts, t-shirts, coolers, koozies, pins, all kinds of swag. You name it, they've got it there also. So live the Glock lifestyle.
1: They have they have coolers.
0: They've got some awesome coolers. They have coolers that have lights on the inside of them. And you can like look down through the top, and it lights up. Well, so I you know can this see is inside your cooler.
1: I know this is really hard to envision because of what we went through today. Right, but it gets really hot here in the summertime, like, and with the gravel, it's the like light,
0: twenty below here right now.
1: Yeah, the way the way the gravel is on the range, like, it just reflects up at you, so it like really sucks the life out of you. So I drink like a case of water a day here yeah. in the summertime. Uh,
0: you need a Glock cooler. I
1: need a Glock cooler. I'm gonna hit up. Corey and Bob.
0: Hit Corey oh. and Bob, yeah. I'm gonna
1: be like, bros, how come yeah. I don't have Where's my Glock cooler? How come I don't have a cooler? I
0: was supposed to have one like uh before Christmas and still hadn't got it. So
2: <laughs> Corey, <laughs> where's my cooler, man? <laughs>
0: and I was supposed to have a cigar cutter with it to, like Glock has like cigar cutters and stuff too. I don't smoke, but he was gonna send me one of those too. But. All right, I see how you are. <laughs> Corey. X-Steel Targets. X-Steel Targets. The best, most affordable AR500 Steel Targets on the market today. X-Steel Targets. They can custom make. If you can dream it, they can make it for you. So uh, go check them out. They've got uh, the Dueling Tree, the Texas Star. They've got uh, all kinds of other reactive targets that uh, you guys can order right from their website there, and they'll ship them right to your door. Steel targets.com and uh, any of these places that you guys go to, the websites I've worked out a discount code with most of these places and if it's still if it's not active and you go and you try to use it let me know and I'll have them reactivate it but it's just Leadhead and that's the one that I try to use across the board for all uh, of our uh, sponsors and friends of the show Modern Spartan Systems go to modernspartansystems.com uh, check out their accuracy oil, their accuracy grease, carbon destroyer, uh, pretty much anything that you need for your your gun cleaning kit, they're going to have it there. And then they also have some automotive products there, too, that I've been using in the lead sled, which helped me get here to our secret location at VSO. <laughs> <laughs> it's so secret. It's, it's cold, so we're somewhere up north. <laughs> Definitely not south.
1: No, definitely not.
0: Would,
2: <laughs> would
1: prefer to be in the South right now.
0: But. No doubt. No doubt. So let's get into um, talking a little bit about what we did this week.
1: Well, first of all, I want everybody to know that we're going to be a little bit lower key on this show, because uh, we just got done gorging ourselves on sushi.
0: <laughs> we killed some sushi, man.
1: Yeah. We took the mud girl out to the uh, to the local place, and, uh, dude... Like I feel like I have a basketball underneath <laughs> my, my sweatshirt right now. The first thing that we did when we got in was immediately go put the sweats on. <laughs> we, we, put her, the...
0: we put our fat boy pants on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you ever hear
1: those radio shows where you hear the hosts like eating on the show? And I feel like those guys right. right right now.
0: This is this is our this is our day off too. Yesterday we killed it at the gym. We did the Matt Reynolds uh, strength training program, and uh, of course boys being boys we tried to outdo each other
1: <laughs> yeah right that didn't happen at all what are you talking about
0: <laughs> I'm feeling it today man I barely could move this morning
1: yeah, I, my uh my right hamstring is killing me I think I might have to use some of that bomb that little tiger bomb yeah Matt tells us to use I've never used anything like that
0: yeah it's yeah. just like it's just like a, like a it's um what's that other stuff that's similar it's not like a bit it's kind of like Ben gay but it's not Ben gay you know, it's not greasy, creamy like that. It's more of a, a wax kinda material. Yeah. I don't and it's know. not as strong smelling, but it it's stronger feeling.
1: Hmm. Maybe I'll have to try some later because I also got like a hip flexor that's bothering me really bad. Now <laughs> I'm sitting here and I'm actually sitting down. I found that the worst thing to do while sit. while you are on a major heavy lifting program is to sit yeah. for any length of time. I spent a couple of days in the in the truck. Uh, on the road And I came back And went right back to it And now I'm dying
0: Oh how do you think I feel man Was it an 8 hour drive <laughs> And then I gotta go on a 16 hour drive next week
1: Yeah screw that I would've flown My rule's 12 Anything over 12 I fly <laughs> Yeah Actually it's not It's uh I think it is 12 I think
0: it's 12 hours to Texas That's where we're gonna go do some hunting next week in Texas
1: So jealous I'm gonna be up here freezing my balls off
0: Well you gotta go with me just come on down. Let's go.
1: I'm so behind from shot, dude.
0: You and me both.
1: Yeah. I haven't done <laughs> I'm. I've, I've been trying to get back in the saddle, and every single time something something comes up, you know, I'm, I'm trying to hit Like it. you get a
0: call from Curtis at VSO Gun Channel. like, hey, dude, I got this special project I'm working on. Why don't you come up and help me? <laughs> He's like, well, shit, I can't say no to that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, editing. You get put on the back burner again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. I apologize, but... Uh, That's okay.
0: We'll resume our SHOT Show interviews uh, next week, or maybe I might pepper one in with this show, too. Depends on how much uh, we jibber-jabber here.
1: Yeah. Speaking of not jibber-jabbering, probably should get to it, but... Let's
0: get to it. Um, so, the uh, the reason I was called up north was uh, our good buddy Joe at Atlas Defense mm-hmm. has set you up with some uh, T&E on their, a couple of their silencers.
1: Yeah, so actually, I'm a just to lay the groundwork. I'm a uh, silencer shop authority pro staffer. So, there you go. so it's actually um, the the way it works is uh, silencer shop sends the cans, right? Uh, but um, Atlas Defense is also one of their one of the brands that they carry. Yeah. So we test all of the all of the cans that silencer shop carries, and it just so happens. That uh, our friend uh, Joe and Zach and them requested that I do their yeah their cans so well now they're on the way. I happen to also have requested them right when I got back from shot, and uh, they sent the requested at like the same time. So basically, my guy at uh, Science Shop is like, "Well, crap, we should probably make this happen." So
2: there you go, made it happen
1: right quick. (laughs) They were here before we were really ready for them. Right, so.
0: So yeah, you had to put some things on the back
1: burner too to get this done. But so they sent their uh, pylum, mm-hmm. I believe. Pilum, that, I believe. After looking at everything that I can find on the interweb, that that is actually it. the correct pronunciation is pylum. Pylum. Yeah, it's after some spear.
0: Well, you know, Joe Acclust defense, and you know their whole their whole motto is you know based on ancient weaponry and you know things like that. So. Uh, and then the copus is it the copus
1: yeah i believe that is also the correct i'm looking up what that thing is supposed to be
0: yeah it's with a k k o p i s and that's their 22 silencer and then the the pilum is the 9 mm suppressor that they've got and you'll hear us say suppressor and silencer they're interchangeable you know
1: yeah my max unlike
0: unlike magazine and clip those yeah, aren't the same thing. Not the same. Now,
1: <laughs> I have actually been using silencer more uh, lately because it seems to set more people off. No, it's a suppressor. You're actually, right. no, Maxim called it a silencer. Bro, it's a silencer. Uh, which brings me to yeah. another topic. You know, Everybody is so worried these days about um, what other people think. Bro, relax.
0: <laughs> Chill. You no. knew what I was talking about when I said silencer, right? Yeah. Right. So, shut up.
1: All right. A uh, the copus <laughs> Here we is, go. Is is an ancient Greek sword, or excuse me, it's technically a heavy knife.
0: Okay, a heavy knife.
1: Yeah. So it looks kind of like, um, uh, almost like a kukri kind of thing, where it's got the forward sweeping blade kind of thing. Okay. Which
0: yeah. the suppressor looks nothing like that. Yeah, it looks nothing <laughs> like
2: that. It but, looks
1: nothing but, like that. But,
0: but I guess it's a it's a silent. Deadly weapon,
1: yeah. But uh, see, that doesn't make any sense either. Because this is termed a heavy knife. Um, the copus is not heavy at all. No, so. it's
0: actually the opposite. It's <laughs> extremely lightweight. All right, Joe, what's up, dude? Yeah, I think he's. <laughs> Explain I think he's,
1: that. I think he's. Uh, I think he's like playing on words there. Yeah. I mean, yeah. There's some kind of metaphorical stuff going on there.
0: All right. So now that we got the history of the names behind the the products here. Um, we got to test these out this week, so uh, we were using Keltec Sub 2000, mm-hmm. the Glock 17, mm-hmm. the Nordic Components NC um, 22. They're 22 uh, AR. And what else did we use? Is that it? No, the 300 blackout.
1: Yeah, I've got a 300 blackout menagerie over there. We're gonna we're gonna do some more shooting on it. Hopefully tomorrow morning. Right. Um,
0: the weather's been a little inclement here, to say the least. Yeah. Uh, when I arrived the other day, it was you know pretty good weather, pretty nice, and they were calling for a little bit of snow, but it ended up dumping like I don't know five inches or something.
1: Yeah, it was it was not we we kind of expected we were they were calling for like one to three. Yeah. So we were like that means that we're gonna either get none or we're gonna get like seven, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we got a little bit in between there, and then you add the cold weather with those high winds. Out yeah. there on the uh, the VSO proving grounds, and
1: it was, uh, it was a pretty nasty. It was day pretty brutal,
0: yeah, to say the least.
1: Yeah, um, even by our standards up here, it was a nasty day. Yeah, like if let me put it this way: if uh, if left hand hadn't been here today, I would have stayed inside and edited all day. <laughs> all right,
0: so you guys can thank me for the magic that's getting ready to drop on YouTube.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, we we had actually we had a completely different uh schedule of events that was supposed to happen. Uh, but then we heard that it was gonna get nasty, so we completely shelved them and we're like, hey, we're gonna do this other thing today. Right. Yeah. And we'll
0: talk about that here in a little bit too. But uh let's talk about the the suppressors, the Acklas defense suppressors. So initial thoughts on uh the nine. Let's start with let's start off with the the pylum.
1: Yeah. So uh just uh just to start out with uh you guys will be seeing a uh full video reviews on the VSO gun channel of these particular uh, cans coming down the pipe once I finish the editing and the testing on them uh, you know you'll see videos sp- um, kind of sprinkled out on both of these so just keep that in mind but as far as the, the, uh, the cans are concerned to kind of uh, lay it out on the, the nine mil the the pylum it's a, it's an aluminum can and it is a monocore can. Uh, which means that it doesn't have individual baffles inside. It's all machined out of one piece of aluminum. And uh, one of the other cool things that it has going for it is it they had the forethought to put wrench flats on both sides of the can. So you can you know attach your big wrench once it gets all carbon up and and um, you know if you if you put it away without properly cleaning it uh, before, uh, you put it away. You know, There's a certain storage procedure that you should go through uh, before you stow your can, but if you fail to do that, say you have to run and go do something, right after you get done shooting and you just throw it in your safe and it gets cold and all carboned up and stuff like that, they've made it so that you can get it apart relatively easily.
0: Mm-hmm. It's really easy to get it apart. Yeah. In yeah.
1: fact, we tightened it down and took it apart with our hands. Yeah. Now, that, that particular suppressor was new before it came here so i suppose that the guys at Silence the shop will look it over nice and uh thoroughly when it goes back and um they'll assess all the marks on it to me <laughs> the uh, things. Yeah. yeah i'm gonna blame the all on left hand though it's
0: all my fault yeah yeah, yeah. that's my fault yeah uh it, it's not that it, we didn't
1: ding it up that bad yeah, we didn't really run it into anything mm-hmm. i don't think we didn't put it in the dip <laughs>
0: but no so um size weight i mean it's about what seven eight inches
1: um i can pull up the specs if you give me a minute all right so as per silencer shop uh, i've got their website pulled up here and this thing is eight inches in length a diameter of 1.38. And it doesn't have its weight. Doesn't have the weight on it. It's really light. Yeah, it's light. We'll, we'll leave it at that. Yeah, it's lightweight. Which is not typical of them. Typically, they do have the weight on here. Maybe I'm just not reading this thoroughly enough.
0: Yeah. But Could be. What are, What's the, uh, the price as of today, which is today's February the 9th?
1: It is currently listed... On Silencer Shop's website for $403.
0: It's on sale, right? Like yeah. $200 off?
1: Something like that.
0: Something like that. They're running a special for a little while, uh, trying to get everybody to go ahead and get their orders in on their suppressors because, uh, as most of you guys probably have heard, there's the Hearing Protection Act that's being pushed through to try to eliminate the uh, the tax stamp and Process that you have to go through and getting your bullshit process you have to go through to get your suppressors now. So,
1: yeah, so the HPA uh, basically it would uh, make for those of you who aren't in the know, um, it would basically remove silencers from the NFA registry and it would make them to be treated as though they were a long gun. So you would acquire them through a 4473, just like you would a shotgun or rifle um, at your FFL, which is. Totally reasonable in my in my opinion. Sure. Um, however, what Marty hinted on there, um, you know, all the smart people are buying them now before the HPA passes because once
0: it does, you're not going to be able to find a suppressor
1: anywhere. It will be unobtainium, and not only will <laughs> they be unobtainium, but they are going to be twenty five to fifty percent more expensive. Right. For about three years, it's
0: going to be just like when the AR uh, scare went around the ammo scare went around and everybody's went and bought everything off the shelves because they thought they were going to make a buck the majority of the people same thing with the suppressors that's going to happen yep and the, the you know the supply versus the demand right now is low you know because of you know the additional crap that you got to go through to get them but if you go ahead put your paperwork in and start registering for it once that uh, HPA passes then you'll just be able to go on down to the store, and pick it up.
1: Well, not only that, but uh, there's also a provision in there. I believe it's October of fifteen, of twenty fifteen. Anything after that date, you get your tax back. You get a tax so has refund. Has that been verified? Yeah, that is that is in the bill. Okay. So
0: because you got to pay that tax thing up front with when you submit your paperwork. Yeah. You know, so that two hundred dollars you got to go ahead and submit it, but you should get that back.
1: Yeah. So I have about. Um,
0: if you don't, you can go see Curtis.
1: Well, I don't know. I'll be pretty. I'll be just as pissed off because I got about three or four thousand dollars worth of tax uh, uh, that the ATF will have to owe me back right. after after the uh, after uh, that that passes. Now, guys, there's a. I do have a. Uh, I will have a full video on this topic on uh, on the VSO Gun Channel. If you guys want to hop over there and watch that video. It lays out um, some of the legislative hurdles that the HPA has to go over, as well as the individual uh, economic considerations that you should be taking into account when you're talking about suppressor ownership as it relates to the HPA.
0: Right. And there is a, um, there's another bill that's going through right now. Actually, there's a petition.
1: Petition, not it, a bill.
0: It's not a bill. It's a petition to get a bill to repeal the NFA. That's true, and which would be even better. huger, bigger, better. Yeah. Uh, it'd be more better <laughs> if if we got that done. But I think the the HPA is further along right now
1: than uh, than that is. So no, certainly yeah. it is. So so definitely HPA, push that. Yeah, the HPA is huge. You need to be pushing. The HPA, you need to be contacting your senators, and all that sto- right. sort of stuff. There's
0: websites you can go to.
1: Yeah, all all that jazz. Um, you can, you know, especially if you watch that video that I that I was telling you about, all the links that you need to get get in contact with your senators. I think
0: Silencer Shop has links that you can can get to.
1: Yeah. As well. Um, contact your senators, all that sort of stuff. You know, all that all that stuff is in those videos and on those websites. Uh, go get those. Um, now the NFA, uh, petition. Um, you need to go sign that. All yep. right, you need to get off your ass right now. Uh,
0: Whitehouse.gov.
1: Whitehouse.gov click click away from this. Go go get it. Pause the podcast. Go over there right now. Sign the petition and then verify your email address that they're they're going to send you an email after you sign it. it takes like 30 seconds to sign. Right. It's all go, electronic. All electronic, go into your email, v- click the verification link that you are a real human being, mm-hmm. right? And that sets that in motion. The reason this is important is we have a threshold we have to meet of a hundred thousand signatures, which is, in the grand scheme of things, nothing. This should, there's no excuse that this shouldn't. If you look at some, of should the,
0: have already hit yeah, a hundred thousand. If you time look time at ago.
1: some of the dumbass shit that's on uh, WhiteHouse.gov that's got well over a hundred thousand right. signatures, and you see something that's big like this and it doesn't have it, it blows your mind. Right. Um, so
0: it's like, you, come on, gun community, two A community, get off your asses. You know, this is something that's not gonna take care of itself without your action. So you've got to get up and you gotta you gotta take part.
1: Yeah, and this is a deadline of February nineteenth. So you have to get in there, get it moving, because that's pretty dang soon. So yeah, it's
0: coming up in the next couple of weeks. So. Yeah.
1: So you need to you need to do that get now. you done. You need to do it now, right the second to go over there and do it. We're not gonna it-
0: do another show until you guys go and vote on that petition.
1: Vote on that position. Sign and up. It's sign just, that peti- that yeah. petition.
0: It's two part, like Curtis said, though. So just by going to the website and checking it, that doesn't get it done. You got to go back to your email and then verify your email.
1: Yeah. Now the 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 reason that's important is after we hit that threshold of a hundred thousand, the White House is forced to respond in writing to that petition. Mm-hmm. So they have to make a public statement. On that petition, if it crosses a hundred thousand uh, mark, which right. can potentially start the process of perhaps drafting a bill or at least starting right. the conversation about that sort of thing. Now, coming down the maybe
0: pipe. some of the people are asking, What does that mean to me? What's the NFA? Yeah, and part of that, like Curtis was saying, has to do with uh, rules and laws that they put in place to uh, regulate certain um, products, certain items suppressors being one of those short barreled rifles being one of those
1: so to give you guys an idea the the NFA was initially drafted as a machine a, guns as a crime bill all right and, it, and we're talking 1930s that's how antiquated this thing is this thing was written way back in the 1930s and it was originally supposed to go after things like machine guns and handguns. Well, they were able to get the handguns off there, so those are obviously legal today and not regulated by the NFA, but the machine guns still are. Well, another uh, bill came down the pipe some years later that added a bunch of other crap to the NFA registry, like short barrel rifles, shotguns... Suppressors. Uh, suppressors, you know, all that sort of stuff. So yeah. um, by repealing the NFA and getting rid of the registry, all that stuff becomes immediately available to the... Uh, commercial populace
0: right without having to go through those additional steps yeah yeah.
1: you know i'm the kind of guy who thinks you should be able to walk into walgreens and buy rocket propelled grenade launchers and blow um <laughs> and right blow. Acro- <laughs> and right across the counter um <laughs> you know so i'm all for that you know sign of.
0: it do it so all right we'll get off our soapbox now back to um Atlas defense so the nine millimeter we talked about it um put it on the caltech mm-hmm. we shot it with supersonic first mm-hmm. um, what did you think about that it 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 did muffle it a little bit it suppressed it a little bit Um I mean, you could tell a difference from regular shooting and then shooting it with the suppressor on the supersonic but not enough you know yeah. not not enough to really warrant you know the use of the suppressor with supersonic now when we put the the subsonic we use 147 grain a hush and 165 grain hush hush yeah. From Freedom Munitions. Yeah. And uh, both of those definitely, you could tell, distinct. No ear protection needed whatsoever. On uh,
1: all of the three, either of the three you would not need. No,
0: on, on any of the, th- the three, but the the 165 by far you know, was the, the more suppressed.
1: Yeah. So we actually got to shoot it on the chronograph. We, we were like, well, Hey, you want to shoot it on the chronograph? And he was like, Oh, that'd be great. And I walked into the ready room and grabbed the chronograph, <laughs> plugged it in. And
0: Bam. Asking you shall receive receive yeah. at the, uh, VSO proving grounds.
1: Yeah. So, uh, we, uh, we, we shot the, we were shooting prime performance, uh, the 124 grain military ball. And, uh, it was doing about 1300 feet per second. And then we shot the, uh, 147 grain, uh, hush which was uh going about ten fifty ish somewhere in there right and then the 165 grains those were doing like seven or eight yeah something like that right
0: yeah drastic difference yeah yeah
1: um clearly audibly different yeah right um the 165 grain is kind of designed more for the subgun type use Uh, doesn't really generate a whole lot of back pressure on your shorter barreled uh pistols uh, it's not really designed for that, uh, but the 147 grain is a good catch-all for that. So if you if you gotta buy one, you know, and yeah. use it in everything, then the 147. The 147. But if you know you're gonna be shooting like a sub gun, um, the 165, 165 is great. Plus, you're also putting a little extra heat downrange. Yeah. With the uh, with the with the extra grain weight. Right. Um. So to explain what we're getting at here is there's a couple of different things that you have to think of when you're talking about. Um, what uh, suppressing a gun. There are lots of different parts of the gun itself that make noise. Uh, we've all heard this if you've ever racked an AK or any other rifle. Um, the action itself makes noise for, right. for one. Um, the port, if it's a semi-automatic, um, there's going to be gas that comes out of that. Right. And that's going to be very dependent on uh, what the action is, whether it's a direct impingement or a, or a straight blowback or a piston driven gun, you know, that's going to make noise there. And then the other source of, of, of gas, of noise is out the, uh, front of the barrel. Right. Right. Your trigger is going to make noise too. Well, your trigger is going to make noise obviously, but that's part of the action. Um, so the, the rest of the two, the other two noises that come out of the, t- out of the gun come out of the barrel. Yeah. The first one that we're actually addressing with the suppressor is the gas that's coming out of the end, right? right? So the, uh, all the gas that's either forward or aft of the bullet itself is going to go into that suppressor and be captured by it. So the suppressor actually mitigates that part of the, of the cycle and that part alone. Mm. It allows it to expand and cool and it doesn't make that big flash when it comes out, at least most of the time. Right. Um, but what it doesn't govern is the noise that the bullet makes when it goes down range. So just like if a supersonic jet flew over your head and made a sonic boom, that bullet does the exact same thing. Right. So when you shoot a bullet downrange... It doesn't
0: slow the bullet down.
1: It does not slow the bullet down. Yeah. Um, now, there are some guns out there that we have tested that do slow the bullets down. Uh, when you shoot them. But this in this case most guns do not slow the bullet down. Yeah. The bullet is going at the bullet speed. Suppressors. Yeah. The
0: suppressors don't slow the no, bullet the down. No, the
1: guns. There's a there's some integrally suppressed guns out there that actually oh, slow the okay. bullet down. You can uh, literally get faster speeds out of your pistol than you do out of these out of these carbines. So they're they're cool. But anyway, uh, I digress. So <laughs> so the way you regulate that noise of the bullet traveling downrange is you slow the bullet down yourself make it heavier you either make it heavier you specially load the 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 cartridge right. so that it puts that bullet downrange at a speed that's below the sound barrier right and that's what we're talking about with that with the subsonic uh specifically the freedom munitions hush which is the best stuff that you can buy right the best that the best uh subsonic ammunition that money can buy today and I would argue the best branded, also, um, uh, subsonic ammunition out there. So,
0: yeah. it did it did well, and we we shot some other brands too, and the Hush was notice, noticeably quieter. Yeah, yeah, you know, than the other ones. So, uh, that was with the uh, the Keltec. You know, mm-hmm. We we shot it through the the Chrono. Did we shoot the Glock through it?
1: Yeah, we shot the Glock through the Chrono. Yeah, um, and you know you're gonna get. You're gonna lose it all. It's all dependent on your your barrel length. The 165 doesn't cycle a Glock 19. Um, You're gonna get somewhere around six to seven hundred feet per second um, out of a Glock 19 with the 147 grain. Right. Right. So I mean, it's not going very fast at all. Yeah. Um. But
0: and then we didn't uh we didn't shoot the 300 until today, and we were just uh just more for noise. You know, trying to trying to hear the difference in the in the noise and that and that's the one we shot some different ammos through. Yeah. We'll definitely tell the difference with hush versus that. Yeah. yeah. So but uh that's the thing, the nine millimeter is compatible with the three hundred blackout. You can shoot that through the nine through the pillum. Mm hmm. Uh what, three three fifty seven you can shoot through it. Mm-hmm. He gave us a list of some some yeah, other. Yeah, it, like, it. it was like
1: it was thirty eight special, three fifty seven, three hundred black subsonic, right? Not supersonic. Not supersonic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there were a couple other ones. Um. Yeah.
0: So I mean that it's, it's a, a versatile suppressor. Yeah. You know, and say most, the least.
1: Yeah, most nine millimeters, you're gonna see that you can shoot a at least the three hundred blackout uh, subsonics through. Um, other ones. Um, based on the build of this can, I would personally say that it's probably rated for that for more than that, Yeah. but it's always good if you're a manufacturer to be conservative when you're telling people what the thing's rated for. Sure. Cause, cause we're talking about putting something yeah. on the end of your gun that a bullet's <laughs> going to fly through. Right. Yeah. It's always a good thing to be a little bit conservative.
0: Yeah. I always hedge on the conservative when it comes to that. Uh, and then the, um, Copas 22, 22. Twenty two. We uh,
1: at this day at this time, I have not completed my personal testing right. of the Copus. I'm actually waiting on a new host um, to complete. What is that noise? It's the dog's tail. <laughs> it hit, the fork. Yeah. No, it hit the scratching. Yeah, no, hitting the tail. Going like this. Oh, uh. yeah. Uh. Anyway, um, I at this point in time, I have not completed my testing on the Copus. Uh, I'm waiting on a new host that will be unveiled soon. Uh where it's being built as we speak, but it's going to be a new yeah. 22 host here. Um our old 22 host is not exactly faring very it's well. It's a really. pistol. Yeah, it's a pistol. Yeah. It's yeah. a
0: pistol. We did get, we had to try it on the uh Nordic components 22 uh AR and it uh definitely could tell. I mean, it uh, really quieted that and I mean, not that twenty-two's loud anyway. You know, twenty-two long, but I mean, it was really quiet. It was like shooting a pellet gun.
1: So, um, there are two suppressors that I, in my humble opinion, I think that every American citizen should own. Uh, one is a thirty-caliber can. Right. Everybody should own a thirty-caliber can because it's very versatile. You can shoot anything through it. Ex- Down you know, that's, below, yeah. That's below thirty cal, so that it works good on your. Thirty caliber guns and your five five six guns so you can pass them back and forth. Right. right? Um, and most of the time a thirty caliber can, unless it's a designated three hundred blackout can, is gonna be able to handle your sixes, like your six fives and right. stuff like that, and your 5.56s and like down to your twenty twos. Okay. But you can shoot, you know, all the calibers. Most thirty caliber cans are gonna be at least rated for three hundred or for three oh eight and below. Yeah right so your your 308 and below, that covers a lot of things right so, so the Indianaus
0: sh- has a, a a variety of different other ones these are just the two that yeah that were sent for your testing right yeah. now and you're gonna do some more testing with that nine because they sent some other adapters mm-hmm. uh with that as well so there's there's different adapters that you can you can have with that
1: yeah so um well, we're not going to get into that yeah so like I said the the um the two cans that every American should own is a 30 cal can 30 for cal. The reason. reason... For the reasons I said, and a twenty-two can, because twenty-two is damn fun to begin with, right? <laughs> and it's even more fun when and it's, it's even, suppressed. even more fun when it doesn't make any noise at all, right? Right. So, um, and they're actually in that order are the uh, most popular cans on the market. Are thirty caliber followed by twenty-two. Hmm. Um, the other good thing about twenty-two cans is, depending on which one you buy, you may even spend more money on your tax stamp than you do on the can. So Right,
0: so back to the COPUS, the Atlas is twenty two. Talk about like weighs nothing. I mean it's virtually weightless. It's so it's so light. But it's it's aluminum as well, right? Yes. You get pulling up the specs? Yeah. All right. And the price on it, I mean it's like like you said, you're probably gonna pay more on the tax stamp, potentially. But you'll be getting that money back if you sign the uh, get the HPA to pass.
1: All right. Got it. All right. So what specs. Er, specs.
0: 22 Copas.
1: 22 Copas is rated for up to 17 Mach 2, 17 HMR, 22, 22 Mag, right? Cool. It's five inches long. It's a one inch diameter wow. silencer, which is thin. Thing weighs in at 2.4 ounces, <laughs> right? <laughs> so, like a couple nine millimeter rounds, right? All right. Yeah, you know, is basically what we're looking at. Um, it's full auto rated, and it's made of seventy seventy five T six aluminum. Yeah, um, it is another Monocore uh, suppressor, uh, much like the Pylum that we just mentioned, and it has the relative wrench flats and you know all that stuff that you need uh, to to get the sucker open. Yeah, the end cap is fused with the with the Monocore. It has some extra uh, geometry on there so that you can put like a screwdriver in the end yeah. to help you take it apart if you if you need to, uh, and uh, it's o-ring sealed just like the pile. And that's one thing that I forgot to mention on the pile. The o-ring, yeah, yeah. There's o-rings at both ends of the of the silencer so that uh, so that you don't have any leakage. Yeah, and the it keeps thing. those gases. Now, the price right now on Silence Shops website again it is what the ninth. February yeah 9th. today's
0: February night,
1: two hundred and sixty nine dollars <sharp inhale> on the on sound should buy ten right. of those. Yeah, I mean, you could probably, um, probably own like ten of them, and it wouldn't hurt you all that bad, right? But yeah, I mean, because how many twenty twos does everybody have? I, I know that I got like four or five in the safe. Well, night. that's what
0: I'm saying. I mean, just once they get this HPA pass, then you could buy a pressure for every one of your guns. Yeah, pretty much, and have them moving around. So
1: um, the thing about 22s that's really important that you look at is that it's user serviceable. Um, A lot of cans out there are not user serviceable, especially your larger rated cans uh, that are kind of like in that same price point as the pylon that we were talking about. Mm -hmm. Usually your $500 cans and below tend to not be user serviceable. And that's a problem when you're talking about shooting 22 through them. Mm -hmm. Because 22 is considered... For all intents and purposes, considered corrosive, um, mostly because of the priming compound that they use mm-hmm. on the uh, on the rim fire. Uh, so what that means is that uh, over time you're going to have some corrosion in there. So it's important to be able to take the suppressor apart and clean it. The one thing you need to look at in both of these cans is that they're they're constructed of aluminum, and you cannot use an ultrasonic cleaner to Clean these cans.
0: Yeah, do not,
1: do not do that. And the reason why is it creates micro channeling within the uh, within the aluminum base, and it's just a characteristic characteristic of aluminum. You cannot put it in an ultrasonic cleaner. Yeah. Um, and for an ultrasonic cleaner, what we're talking about is a sonicator, something that you would see like at jewelry stores or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, they are prevalent in the uh, suppressor owner community uh, for cleaning. You know, like your stainless steel baffles and stuff like that, especially things that get gunked up, yeah, uh, pretty heavily.
0: But um, you don't want to use it. You don't use it on aluminum.
1: Yeah, do not use it on aluminum. It, yeah. it does bad things to your can, and not like bad things that will eventually make it break. over time. Yeah. yeah, not something like that. Like as in the next time you shoot it, it may blow up in your it'll face. Just do it right then. Yeah, yeah. So uh, definitely do not look into that as that. But these are all user serviceable. So that's not a big deal. Yeah. So that's not something you need to worry about.
0: So, I mean, really, you just get some uh, carbon cleaner or something like that.
1: Well, I heard that you're supposed to use um, acetic acid, so white vinegar. <laughs> oh, no, you're not. And you're supposed to mix it no, with you're hydrogen not. peroxide. No, that is a no. <laughs> <laughs> that is
0: worse than the ultra, the ultrasonic, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, no, do it's not do that. It's pretty bad. It's called the dip. Do not yeah. do that. But uh, just like dish soap and water, really. That's, that's usually what I use. Yeah, I use that's dish soap need. and water. Um, Takes it right off.
1: I have been known to put them actually in the dishwasher themselves. Yeah. Um. yeah.
0: Just drop it in and running a cycle, huh?
1: Yep. Make sure you use the you know you use the dish soap that's got the granules in it, right? And it'll circulate that throughout there. Nice hot. You know, works pretty good. There you go. Very good.
0: Anything else we want to talk about the the suppressors? So um, if you guys want to get it, you go to, you can go to the silencer shop.
1: Yep, Silencer Shop. Um, they Right now, um, we've mentioned uh, previously you know, all the paperwork you have to do. Silencer Shop, uh, that's actually where I bought all of my cans. I paid full retail for all the cans that I part, purchased from Silencer Shop. And um, they have the easiest system to get your information in there. So uh, if you're buying it on trust or you're buying it as indiv- individual, it doesn't matter. Um, they've made it so that you have a basically a one-time setup thing that you have to do with all of your data packet and everything, and it's they store it, and you basically, after that point, it becomes very dangerous because you can just swipe a credit card and start buying silencers. So (laughs) (laughs) they've made it easy enough for you after you get your account set up that you can do some serious damage to your bank account in a very, very short (laughs) period of time. Yeah,
0: so be careful. (laughs) We're not responsible for how much you spend. Yep. All right, so do we want to talk about that other project?
1: we can we can can we talk
0: about it yeah, sure, all right so um, so another project that uh we worked on uh Curtis alluded to it earlier uh the weather was so bad today that uh, we weren't really to get a lot weren't really able to get a lot of the suppressor uh, evaluation in anymore, but there was another project he had on the books, and uh, we thought we'd go ahead and knock it out so Talk about that a little bit, Chris.
1: So one of the things that we do um, uh, is we have a we have a we have a testing called "Will It Drag," and it's a basically it's an extreme test of a gun. So after the gun's been here for a long period of time, or it's a tested and true design in the industry, um, we get one in and we drag it behind a truck.
2: It's a torture test.
1: It is a torture test. It <laughs> is the ultimate torture test yeah um to date uh before this one we've drugged two other guns we drug the sky cpx2 which uh you know i've got like 10 of them they like sit in various places around right. so we kind of wanted to see you know they're kind of branded as a gun that's supposed to survive the elements and just kind of like hang out and be there when you need it mm-hmm. um so we were like okay so, sure so let's see what it can actually take and the other thing that we tested was a Glock 26. Uh, it was actually my personal Glock 26. So, um, you know, whatever that means to you. Um, we drug it and did fine. Um, passed the test? Yeah, it passed the test.
0: Now, how do you hook up? Well, let's talk about it in a minute. Let's yeah. talk about the process.
1: Yeah, so um, we hook it up to the truck. Uh, well, first of all, we shoot it to make sure that it actually cycles and functions and all, all that right. sort of Show
0: stuff. Show that it's an f- operating gun. Yeah, yeah, it's
1: an operational gun because a lot of the guns that we... In fact, every single gun that we've tested has been used, right? Uh, that you know when it was here. So yeah. uh, shoot some rounds through it, usually a magazine full, and then uh, we actually hook it up to the to the back of the truck through a. Uh, we have a old ratchet strap that is broken on both nylon ends, nylon cord, big nylon yeah. flat cord, and on one side it's got a hook. Other side so- that goes to the truck. The other side has a carabiner that locks, and uh, for the pistols. Uh, and basically what Marty was talking about earlier, it means that he has not watched the series prior to coming here because he would know what, the What did
0: I tell you? I do not watch.
1: To the answer, the answer to his question <laughs> on how you hook up a pistol is you put it through do the, the trigger? trigger guard. Okay. Yeah.
0: That, that's what I would assume. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. So, um, but um, today what we did was a gun that we have absolutely beat the living crap out of for the last two years. Uh, we have a C39 V2 Uh, AK 47. It's a Century Arms milled AK. And um, we've got over 7,000 rounds through the gun. And I'm actually having an opportunity to swap it out. It's my personal Mm C39V2. And I have an opportunity to swap it out with a new C39V2 with a new sight rail. Nice. So it's going back to Century. I get a new AK and I had to swap that one out. Now, that's not
0: a uh, a program that they have for no, just, that's, just anyone. So no. don't, don't try to send your sentry arms rifle in and get a new one. <laughs> no,
1: no, no. But they, 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 they're they allowing me to swap it. Right, right, right. right. So I, we said, well, hey, if I'm going to send this rifle back, we might as well see if we can kill it before we send it back. Right. And that's what we tried to do today, and we failed to kill it today.
0: We injured it.
1: Yeah, yeah. There are some broken pieces on it, which yeah. we actually – uh, guessed that a few of them would break. Yeah. Um. But, um. After making sure that it was clear of any bore obstruction, the gun ran flawlessly. Right. Which. Um, so what we
0: did was uh, put it behind his truck. Like you said, hooked it up, and then we drive it through this course. That's about,
1: it's about. It's a mile.
0: It's about a mile long, and at 25 constant speed of 25 miles an hour. Yep. Is what we uh, try to maintain. Now it's hard to do in the snow when we're slipping and sliding and. Yeah, doing all that and we had to make a couple stops because it came unhooked once no it, actually it didn't broke it actually broke the uh the, the mount that we had it attached to yeah and uh, we had to rehook it back up and start the test again and then it came loose again right
1: well the first time it, oh
0: for first time it jumped on the yeah the uh tailgate yeah it, yeah it jumped up, <laughs> up
1: it, it was so violently bouncing around that it jumped up on the tailgate so i had to get out and unwind it and and uh, and put it up, put it back down, and right. then it broke the mount. Then the
0: second time it broke the mount, but we still weren't finished then. But we had already reached with the truck the end of the course, so I ran back up and grabbed it and threw it the rest of the way.
1: Yeah, yep. <laughs> it was like a it was like a redneck golf game. Yeah, at that point in time, I was
0: doing like a keg toss with it and all kinds of different stuff. So yeah, it was good. It was fun, but yeah. uh, it I mean, it was still operational. Yeah, you cleared, Like I you said, you cleared it out, cleared all the obstructions, loaded a, a mag, uh, and then uh, you cleared your mag, and then you gave me a big drum, and then I ran a 75-round drum through it, and, yeah. and it ran flawlessly.
1: And we hit targets with it, even. <laughs> we even. were
0: dinging steel with it.
1: Yeah, which is, um, you know, hey, you know, people, I mean, they, they talk crap and they talk smack about, you know, certain products, but... You know, that particular gun um, has been absolutely flawless here. Uh, last year, we ran it through the 5,000-round, uh, you know, arbitrary you know, number yeah. of rounds that we ran through it. Um, we ran it suppressed and unsuppressed. Didn't clean the damn thing the entire year. Not a single speck of oil the entire year Wow, uh, was put on that gun. It was never cleaned. Uh, we sent it back to Sentry for analysis. Um and they were kind enough to clean some of the dirt off of it, but they didn't clean all of it off of it. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, it looked it came back a little bit cleaner, but then we just continued to to pump rounds through it. Um, and we decided that it was uh, time to do this test. We've been wanting to do an AK anyway. Yeah, and since this one was going back, we might as well. Yeah, see if we can. Since can't
0: you already it. got your other one, so <laughs> yeah, since
1: we since we since we were, uh, you know. We might as well try and kill it, like I said, right? Uh, which we didn't, so that's uh,
0: that's a testament to it, definitely.
1: Yeah, yeah definitely, uh, definitely a solid gun.
0: So what's the what's the next one you got planned for the
1: drag? Oh, I'm not going to reveal that. Okay, no. so that's a
0: secret. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Maybe, maybe an AR. I, I probably I see an AR in the
1: future. Uh, we see an AR, an AR, and um, you know this is going to generate some controversy. Mm-hmm. But um, I honestly think that that test an AR-15 will not survive that test.
0: Yeah, it's pretty brutal. So you guys make sure you go to VSO Gun Channel's YouTube channel, and once he gets this posted here in the next couple weeks, you know, something like that, uh, you'll see what we're talking about. It's (laughs) That thing was jumping around like a sailfish, man, through that snow. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you. Um,
1: it was crazy, and you'll see why if you watch that video. You'll see why I do not believe that an AR-15. Yeah, I'm an AR guy, and I would reach like if the the Chai Coms were coming over the hill to, like right now. I would reach. I've got an AR-15 and an AK-47 sitting right next <laughs> yeah. to me, um, right now, and I would reach for the AR-15 every single time. Um, but I will tell you straight up. That even though this is a really high quality a r fifteen right next to me, there is no way that it would survive what we did to that gun right there today,
0: yeah, well it's gonna be interesting to see, yep, can't wait to see that video <laughs> <laughs> so you gotta call me up for when that uh, that happens. well, you know I get we to had drive again.
1: we did have some technical difficulties um today, you know we couldn't put the drone up in the air because it was too windy and wet and cold, yeah um so, I think the next one we're probably going to do probably springtime, maybe yeah, summer. a little you know. more better weather. Yeah, a little bit better weather. Yeah. Um, Because, it's, you know, the drone really makes it, uh, you know, really makes the video. Uh, yeah. So, you can see what's really going on back there. We got some pretty good angles. So, your in. other two,
0: you did the drone? You used yeah. the drone on
1: them? Yeah, we used the drone on on that one. It's a, it's it makes, it gives a real perspective on how much. You can only see so much through a GoPro. Right. You can really see. How much that gun is being beat around behind that truck um when you've got an aerial shot that's chasing the truck, yeah um, and so do you
0: do it low and you do it behind it, yep, okay, so that was my suggestion on using the the razor or whatever, and you know having somebody drive that razor, so that's what you use the drone for, yeah, okay
1: yeah that makes sense but um you know i probably am gonna take you up on that offer though uh to drive again because normally my driver is mr tactical bacon my brother yeah um and he's on deployment right now so right uh, he won't be back for several months so i'm gonna need another driver cool and uh there I'm, you go
0: i'm down with that i had a blast man it was a great time this week again i appreciate you inviting me up and uh i think i get you down to to tennessee sometime and do some stuff down there
1: it sounds like a good time as as always brother you're you're welcome up here anytime well, you know you. you can you can come shoot you you got something you want to if you need a space to do anything crazy you know that we've got that space right so
0: yeah i got uh, some ideas i definitely got some ideas yeah. so i have to run those by you but uh you and i've got an event coming up another event that we're going to be doing uh next month in uh, florida
1: Oh, yeah. The uh, the big three. Big three. Yep. Coming go. up again. I go every single time as long as they continue to uh, right. invite me. <laughs> continue to
0: invite, yeah. Uh, same with me, man. I just, uh, I'm always like, I wonder if I'm going to get invited again this year. <laughs> 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 well, Actually, last year was my first year, but I, I got to go to both events. So that was that was a good time. Of course, the last one was the big hurricane. So it was kind of cut short.
1: Yeah, that's unfortunate. Uh that that happened. You know, it was actually a very well-organized event this this um for the amount of stuff that we got through yeah. in that one day. I mean, hats off to the crew there for being able to slam that much into to a single day. Yeah. That um, was
0: stressful. I know those guys were stressed and I know they were bummed because they put a lot of work into into that uh that range and they added some new things that we didn't get an opportunity to Really go and uh, and try out this this past time, but we will this this March, so I'm looking forward to that. Speaking of Big Three, uh, they did do an announcement for their Manufacturer uh, Award. They honored Palmetto State Armory with this award at the 2017 Shot Show, and just so happens I've got an interview with CJ and Adam from Palmetto State Armory uh, after. The uh, presentation of this award, and I'm going to cut that in with this
1: uh, this episode. Oh, cool! Very cool. Yeah. Why am I so far
3: away from Adam?
0: Well, he he specifically had me put that chair there to separate the two of you. All right, guys, we are back at the 2017 Shot Show. Is that loud in your ears? Oh, you can't hear anything. Oh, you got to turn the mic
4: off. Do this on I'm zero. teaching
0: people how to use microphones here. There we go. <laughs> so, we are in the Palmetto State Armory booth. Thanks to our good buddy Adam for hooking us up with that.
4: Absolutely, my pleasure, my friend.
0: And uh, we are joined also by another good friend of ours, C.J. Johnson from Big Three East Media Group. What up, Marty? What up, buddy? How's it going?
3: It's going pretty good. Got a little something for you.
0: Oh, you? Do you really? The last You're one. Teasing me. The
3: last one in the series. Ah
0: uh-huh. ha. Beautiful. So I just have been presented with a Big 3 East patch. That's awesome. Thank you, brother. Made
3: 150, and that was it. Broke and I didn't them get own. one.
4: And I didn't get one, CJ. It's fine.
0: I got something for you, too. So. I'll give you more than one. What? I want to see those posted everywhere you go. Like All on your
3: cars. Like like on that big Jeep I've got?
0: On that big Jeep that I've not seen yet.
3: You haven't seen that I big Jeep? I want to Jeep? check
0: it out. Yeah, if you were uh, trying to get it pulled up last night, but we had to go. You Our can't arrive uh, arrived.
3: Can't can't have red around. Oh yeah. No. Nope. Why is that? Because it's been dropping panties all over town.
0: <laughs> That's great. Uh, thank you. Yeah, great. No, got one. So you're here. Uh, CJ is here for a specific reason. Uh, you just you just uh, presented our good buddy here. I guess. Not just you, but Palmetto State Armory. Absolutely. uh, With an award that uh, was cut short due to the uh, weather this year at the Big 3 East. Right. You know, at
2: at
3: Big 3 East, we have a a Writer's Choice Award, and we have an Innovation Award, and we put out three different awards every year. Um, And our Writer's Choice Award is basically that we have a couple of different categories that you have to be successful in. One we're not just talking about how you take care of the writers we're talking about how you take care of the consumers, the American people which Palmetto State is putting the price out there they've got the right price on their product. The other thing is their product reliability you know you, you get something from Palmetto State like their 1911 which I love and Adam's actually sending me another one
0: nice uh,
3: you know they're, they are it's a massive I don't like 45s and, and I love that gun I mean yeah. it's a it's a reliable gun and anybody that knows me and I haven't broke it yet, you know that's that's pretty much saying something. It's passed it,
0: the test, right? And the
3: last thing is, you know, is is their product availability. So they have it. They've got their are marketing their product. It's inexpensive. It's right. not cheap. It's inexpensive. It's affordable. It's durable, and it's available. So they're getting it out there to them, and you know, and it's it's something that they're doing to change industry. So they have the Writer's Choice Award as well. They should. They've deserved it. We were here giving it to Jamin and Adam today at, at PSA for what they've done, and you know, and. And we really appreciate what they're doing.
4: Congratulations, man. You know, I'll tell you, the Big Three event, though, is, is unique in its own way. Obviously, there's a ton of writer's seminars. There's a ton of outdoor events. Um, but the thing that CJ has put together there is he's created not only uh, a place for everybody to come, but now that community, the firearms community, has become a family right. and that's one of the cool things you know i mean i wouldn't have the friendship with you if it wasn't for big three you wouldn't victory. be in this booth right now that's I mean, right let's talk about it <laughs> let's talk last about night that. at what midnight uh after a couple uh, uh once, adult we beverages, the, once we I got, I got start, the
0: word that we got kicked out of our room yeah i was
4: like you know richard up and yeah, so richard you know, up Reached out to my richards i think and, uh, you're here today what your bursa tomorrow and then glock yeah we're hitting everywhere we're hitting glock on friday we're going to go Try to get into a wolf on uh, Thursday. But that's what's unique about this, this industry. And that's what's unique about Big Three is, you know, people think it's just this cutthroat industry that everybody's just out there to right. make a buck. But we actually care about each other. We care about the product and we care about it getting passed on to that end user. Okay. Because ultimately, not only does that affect our sales and our reliability, but that could affect somebody's life. And, and you know it, it's it's opportunities that like Big Three gives us and that you guys give us that help people make an informed and educated decision on what's best for them their family and to exercise their second amendment and so for that I'm never going to take for granted the opportunities and the relationships we have and I'm never going to miss an opportunity to be involved with something like you and your show and have you here and Big Three and CJ what they're doing because it's as important as anything else in this industry, to be able to openly inform the public on what's best for them. Absolutely. Well said, young man. Oh,
3: well, not enough. only that. You know, Adam. Adam has, has been a little modest here. Um, you know, maybe he's not being modest. What's the other word <laughs> I'm thinking of? Where he's, where he's not talking about himself. <laughs> not,
0: uh, modest, yeah. Yeah. yeah
3: so he's he's, he's 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 not uh, he's not going ahead and uh, telling everything else about it. You know, they got the uh, they got the conservation society that they're doing now that, that Paul Middle stated and Adam and stuff are heavily involved in to go yeah, out and teach to teach basically our haters that uh, you know there's love in a 45 yeah. and uh, they're going out there and doing that and that's something that as you know big three and what we do as far as our free till carry classes and our free safety classes that we're all on board and, right. and supporting those guys hundred percent on that also.
4: You know, and, and CJ just told me he's all in on however he can help. I know you've said you can do whatever you can. Absolutely. I mean, I'm sitting here looking at Chris Chang, who, you know, you told me was going to be somebody I needed to meet if we're going to move forward in terms of diversifying the whole market and reaching everybody in every every race, creed, sex, color, orientation. And that's every what's beautiful. Every household. Yeah. Every American citizen deserves the, deserves the opportunity to educatedly exercise the right you
3: know absolutely because in school we teach sex ed. right we teach driver's ed. yeah we don't teach gun safety you know when i grew up we had a we had a rifle team
2: mm-hmm.
3: you know i'm showing my age a little bit but you know that
0: well, you're you're old as dirt you yeah. know that the 90s weren't that long
3: it was ago. actually a bow and arrow it was a bow and arrow team but, but you know it, we've got to get back to where you know it, it's like my son built his first ar when he was eight you know, by the time he was ten, he didn't want to look at guns because they were—you they, lost that facade. They were no longer—they
2: right. were no longer mis- interesting or anything behind else. Them, yeah.
3: You know, and 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 people need to understand that whether you like guns, hate guns, or anything else, at some point in time, your kid's going to be in somebody's house. Um, you know, and they're going to have a different thought on guns, and Excellent. you need to educate them on what to do around them so that they can remain safe and protect ourselves. Well said. I mean, you're going to teach them sex ed, you're going to teach them driving's ed, hey, let's teach them what to do with the firearm. We'll or at least guy how to absolutely. respect
4: it, and, You know, not to fear it. It's not something to be feared, it's something to be respected. Sure. You know, a gun's not just going to jump off the counter and go off on you, but you start playing around with it, you don't know what you're doing, yeah. A bull is not going to discriminate. Yeah, absolutely right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And you hear about those stories every day. Yeah, know, that, that people do that. Well,
4: yeah. now that we've gotten on our soapbox I, again, though, man, well, I we're just,
0: gonna we're gonna talk more about this. Yeah, this, exactly. Uh, That's what We could get organization off the that, that you have started. So.
3: hey, Marty, it's good talking to you again. CJ, I'm a- we're gonna have CJ back on a little bit
0: later this week. But uh, thanks <laughs> for stopping in and congratulations to Palmetto State Army. Big honor, on? man. You can join my club now. No, my question. The, hold on. One more question. I won the media choice. Hold there. on.
4: I have a. Did you vote for us?
0: Absolutely. Okay,
4: I was going to say, because if you didn't vote for us, you know, you were going to suddenly not have Absolutely. a boost. Absolutely. CJ said you didn't vote for us. I don't know that I was asked to vote, but I would have. Oh, see, there you go. The, uh,
3: the award and stuff like that, uh, a lot of the writers and stuff on account of the hurricane had taken off a little bit earlier, and that's the reason it's taken such amount of time to actually be able to get the award presented.
4: And long-haired hippies don't count anyways.
3: <laughs> some, some long-haired hippies do count. Uh, Fair enough. I'm, I'm going to bounce out of here. I'll get with you, you later in the vote. week. Uh, we're going to go ahead and... Uh, get your get your next uh kind of kind of cool guest in here yeah, i remember yeah, yeah, i yeah. remember growing up watching him play and uh the mailman is i think it's, think it's, the it's pretty house, awesome yeah. well yes. thank
4: you again cj thank you talk, you talk to you back. later this awesome. week
3: right absolutely okay
0: so that was uh the interview uh at uh 2017 shot show with uh cj after the uh them awarding palmetto state with that uh prestigious award i mean it was. Uh, it was good of them to do that and acknowledge, um, you know, the good things that uh, Palmetto State's doing for our industry.
1: Well, Palmetto State Armory, um, i've been a I've been a user of Palmetto State Armory before I was doing, um, you know, doing anything real major with YouTube. I, right, I, I me bought, too. I bought yeah. so many, so many guns off of Palmetto State Armory and parts. You know, yeah. and I actually got the got a chance to meet Adam at Big Three a few. Um, I was probably. About a year ago now, yeah, and uh, I told him I was like, I hate your website, and he looks at me kind of funny, like (laughs) shocked. I'm like, I remember that. Why? Why would you say such a thing? You know, I just met you. You know, I was like, I cannot leave without spending five (laughs) hundred dollars, and he starts like, "Uh," you know, but seriously, like, um, there have been multiple times that I have bought uh, and built AR-15s for sub five hundred dollars yeah off of palmetto State Armory, you cannot get enough of that like it's i'm telling you man
0: their prices especially the end of the year you know black friday uh, cyber monday that time of year it's just they were like giving stuff away i mean it was so cheap yeah it's crazy
1: and it's it's amazing It, it really is because uh you know i show up there to buy like a $2 Two dollar roll pin or something like that, and I end up leaving <laughs> yeah, a new ar yeah. fifteen. Right,
0: <laughs> at least you get half of it or something. Yeah. That's what I do throughout the year. Is when I see good deals on stuff, I'll buy you know a piece here, piece there, and I'll keep you know a list of what else I need. And as I see those parts and pieces go on sale, I'll buy them. And nine times out of ten, it's at Palmetto State Armory. <laughs> you know, <So>. <laughs>
1: agreed. <laughs>
0: yeah. But uh looking forward to, to seeing those guys again uh, coming up here in March.
1: Did you see what they unveiled at Chacho? uh
0: well, yeah, because we were set up in their booth. they were one of our gracious hosts this year that that uh, saved our bacon when we got kicked out of our room um, you're talking about their uh, AK build kit, the AK build kit. yeah
1: it is a um, a pressed receiver, so I mean it's a it's a barrel pressed receiver, so it's a barreled action, right, right? And you could do you can that allows you to get into an AK for I believe it's under five hundred, right? Like complete if after you buy the parts and all that other stuff, yeah, right.
0: It's a kit though, and you it's a you kit. buy the kit and you build it yourself, and you 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 can hand build it.
1: Yeah. Speaking of hand building, I will have a video coming. Um, I have talked to Adam about this. We're gonna see if we can't slam together an AK with nothing but a rock. All right. That's going to be epic. Yes. So so. that will
0: be epic. That's another one I got to be up here for. Yeah. That's going to be cool. But you guys got to wear like a uh, loincloth. I'm, I'm not wearing a loincloth. Yeah. You got to wear Fred Flintstone loincloths while you do it.
1: If Adam comes up and wears the loincloth. You know he will. I will also wear a <laughs> You cloth. know he will. Right.
0: <laughs> That'd be so awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was, uh, that was epic. So... Uh, that kit, uh, they're available now, right? Yeah, the, right now. So, guys, go to Palmetto State Army. Check those
3: out. Hey, Rob, Semper do or die. Hold them high at 8 tonight. It is time for the talking lead Jack Wagon of the Week. So, brace yourself, baby. But
0: I did want to uh, uh, point out real quick that we did have a nomination for Jack Wagon uh, this week. We're not going to have uh, a time to to get into details about it, but uh, there's a story about a guy uh, in, I believe it's was Michigan, Dearborn, Michigan, who carried a loaded rifle into a police station. Uh, he was wearing like a face mask and body armor and all this stuff and he was protesting a traffic stop that uh, he was involved in earlier. Uh, but you guys can uh, Google that and check that story out. But uh, that guy's our jack wagon this week. Big thanks to Matt Matter, Leadhead Matt. Thank you for that submission and, uh, if you guys have any nominations for jack wagons or you got some interesting stories, feel free to share those with us and uh, maybe we'll have an opportunity to uh, read those on the show. Curtis, thank you so much again, brother, for everything. It's been a great uh, few days here and uh, look forward to coming back sometime soon and having you down to Tennessee also.
1: As always, brother, you're always welcome. We always like it when you're here and, and we always have a a blast! It's always nice to have somebody who's in the know. Oh, yeah. Uh, here to help out. So uh, And
0: another another brother that eats sushi, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. All right, Leadheads. That does it for another episode of Talking Lead. Make sure you uh, check out our buddy Curtis over at the VSO Gun Channel on YouTube. Check out their social media, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, check out Talking Lead for... Uh, Collabs that we're doing with these guys, the pictures uh, of the products that we're talking about, you can go to VSO's uh, Instagram and there's some cool pictures of the suppressors, the AK. Uh, go to you, uh, go to uh, Talking Leads page as well, and uh, you'll see what we've uh, been talking about a little bit today here. So, Curtis, I'm gonna let you take us out with the, uh, the sign-off. And as always, lead heads, keep your loved ones close and your firearms closer. And your suppressors even closer. And make sure you go to the uh, whitehouse.gov WhiteHouse.gov and sign that petition to repeal the NFA.
1: But be careful because suppressors get hot. And if you keep them closer, make it might get
0: burned. So don't keep your suppressors too close. <laughs> <laughs> Out. <laughs> Especially near your penis. <laughs> But tardy you no, got turned the other way.